You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. If you've been around for a while, you know we're big advocates of niching down and speaking directly to your ideal client that you want to book and work with. But a common question we get in conjunction with that is, how do I narrow down? How do I even know who my ideal client is? And how do I start speaking directly to them? I don't even know what to say. So today's show is about to answer all of that. Basically, this is Marketing 101. We are diving into client avatars, marketing strategies for how to know who your ideal client is, how to get their attention, and stand out from your competition. If you're new here, welcome to the show. We're so, so excited to have you. If you love this episode, feel free to give our show a little subscribe so you can stay up to date when other episodes drop, which is every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you're already part of the fam, welcome back, my friend. We are so dang grateful for you and so excited to have you here for today's episode. If you haven't already, it would honestly mean the world to us if you paused this episode really quick and took two minutes to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Still don't know which one it's called. (laughs) We love hearing from you and hearing your takeaway from the show. And we truly pour our heart and soul into this podcast to give you the best content we possibly can for free. So in return, we would love to hear your thoughts and even what your favorite episodes have been in the form of a, re- of a review. We read every single one and they help us honestly more than you could even know. So, all right, let's get started with reaching your ideal client. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, welcome to the show. We're so excited that you're here. All right, let's just go ahead and dive on in. Can we be frank? Like, let's just get to it, guys. Um, Are you struggling in your business? Do you feel like you're constantly hitting a wall? You're trying to follow all the Instagram strategies and it feels like nothing's working. You're working sun up to sundown and you're consistently feeling burnt out. Does anyone have their hand raised? I feel like I'm a teacher. Like, does anyone have their hand raised? (laughs) Um, But maybe you're just working with, with people that, don't value you or what you have to give, right? You're constantly feeling like you're getting price shopped. You're having people always ghost you and they inquire. And while you love what you do, it might start taking a toll on you because you know that where you are and where you want to go, like they don't match up at all. <laughs> and you you want to work with people that value you, but it seems like getting there is this crazy wild maze filled with trap doors and hidden tunnels. And you just feel lost with honestly how to get there. And you keep saying something to try to get people's attention, but it feels like it's falling on deaf ears, right? Well, the truth is in order to cut through the noise and start actually attracting your ideal client, you have to start speaking directly to them. And in trying to speak to everyone, you'll often speak to no one. So we're going to, we're going to dive on all into that. Yeah. So if you have been around for a while or just know anything about Lindsay and I and what we teach, we talk a lot about target marketing and ideal clients and niching down and then serving your niche and all of that jazz. But a common question that we get with that is also, okay, great. That's awesome. That's amazing. 
but I don't even know who my ideal client is. I don't know what they need. How can I speak directly to them? How do I even find them? And that's a problem, but it is a common problem. So if you feel that in any way, you are absolutely not alone. It just takes a little bit of strategy and time But honestly, by the time you finish this episode, you should be able to walk away with a clear game plan of finding and reaching your ideal customers. It's just breaking that down and understanding how to target exactly who you're wanting to speak to. So yeah, we're going to break that down for you today. And to get started, number one, you have to figure out who your ideal client is. So if you've ever heard the phrase client avatar, I'm going to explain kind of what that is and a little bit of how to create one. It essentially is creating a a fictional character, almost like a, a movie character or a story, like a book character, heroine, whatever. And you're going to be breaking down and, and creating them as detailed as possible. Who are they? What's their name? Where do they live? What makes them tick? What struggles are they facing that you're going to solve for them? Even down to little things like where do they shop? What's their annual income? What's their stage of life? What's their family life like? Um, What do they do on a day off? All of that. You're going to try to go as detailed as possible when sketching out and creating this character in your head that is going to turn into your client avatar that you are speaking to every single time you market. Right. And it should be based off of a real person or an idea of a real person. Obviously, like like Evie said, it is a client avatar, but it's not necessarily like a cartoon character that's like distant, mm-hmm. you know, um, if if it's we can get into this a little bit later, but it, it should be based on somebody that that you've either worked with in the past or that you ideally want to work with. Um, and so we'll get into it should all be based of that. off of multiple examples of that. Right. But yeah, right. Totally. And so like an example is a virtual say you're a virtual assistant and you're like, I don't know who I'm wanting to work with. Well, let's narrow down. What do you do best? Are you someone who is really, really good at organizing things and putting things in place and getting things done and getting the small medial tasks done that, that an entrepreneur or a CEO might just miss. Right. And so if that's where your focus is and where your, your, um, what's the word, your expertise, expertise. Yes. And your skills lie, (laughs) then you need to know as a virtual assistant business, or as someone who wants to get into VA work, you're trying to speak then probably to overworked overwhelmed entrepreneurs who are just trying to stay afloat and who just plain up need help plain up. (laughs) I don't know. I just made that up. Um, but just (laughs) need help, right? If that's where you are, then, okay, let's break that down even more. Just like Evie said, like, let's use that example and create a client avatar for you. So what type of entrepreneur? Is there a certain like uh, industry that you want to work with. I know VAs that sometimes work specifically with wedding industry folks or wedding vendors, like photographers or wedding planners. I know some that work with more lifestyle coaches or like there's a myriad of obviously entrepreneurial. I said that word weird. Um, <laughs> entrepreneurial industries. I said that even more weird that time. I'll just stop. <laughs> he just slowed it down. <laughs> I know. Um, but like get specific. Who specifically do you mm-hmm. want to work with? And even if it's not a certain kind of industry, what type of person can you best serve? So asking those questions, like, what are they struggling with? Where are they overwhelmed? And then even kind of like Evie said, like knowing where they shop, what their family life is, that's going to help you narrow down 
very specifically what stage of life they're in and again, what they're struggling with and how you can step in and speak directly to them. Um, so that's kind of the foundation in general. If, yeah. If you just to, to narrow, narrow down and figure out who your ideal client is. Uh, and the second thing I want to say before we go on to point number two is if you're baby fresh and you just started your business yesterday or today or a week ago and you're or, <laughs> or a year ago, doesn't matter. And you're still sitting there like, okay, I have this idea of who I want to work with, but like I'm pivoting and I haven't worked with them yet, or I'm just a new again, like I haven't worked with them yet. Then I want you to think of one, a past client you loved if you, if you have that, but, or two, somebody that is doing a business that's very similar to yours that is working with who you would ideally think is your ideal client or like Mm -hmm. maybe think that, oh, I would really love to work with like this person or this industry. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of where we would recommend you look to figure out, okay, what type of person could I best serve and that would light me up and really fulfill my job as a entrepreneur, as a VA, if you're a VA or whatever industry you're in. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, just to, to break it down, if you are sitting here and you're like, I don't even know where to start with building a client avatar. I don't understand. Like, I don't even know who my ideal client is. That's totally fine. And that's, that's pretty normal when you're really still kind of finding your niche as a business owner, whether you're new or you're just tired and realizing your, your current business model isn't working for you. That's totally normal. So I would just encourage you look around at the people in your life, not only past clients or similar business models, clients or, you know, businesses that you look up to and who they're serving, but turn around and look at the people, the friends and the family in your life that you are just like, I would love working with you day in and day out. Like I would love to come alongside you and help you get from point A to point B. I would love to serve you. I would love to, you know, solve a problem in your life. I would love to just have you in my life as a human being and then start sketching a character based off of that. So maybe your best friend just has a go-getter attitude who, you know, is constantly coming up with new ideas, but struggles with actually implementing those ideas and struggles with, um, you know, the logistics of things. So maybe start sketching an idea of, okay, my entrepreneur is a very passionate serial entrepreneur who gets all these big ideas, but struggles with actually acting on them. Okay. And then my mom is, you know, a very like go with the flow, like blah, blah, blah. Just start sketching based off of details of people around you to kind of build this avatar. And your avatar can grow and change as you grow and change, as you work with somebody that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't like that. Scratch that from the avatar, replace it with this element or with this characteristic or with this pain point. Um, So you should, I'm constantly updating my avatar. I know Lindsay is as well. It's just a constant part of growth and the process as you grow your business, as you evolve in your business. So don't be afraid to keep adjusting, but at least having that starting point of, okay, so I'm working with this entrepreneur who gets big ideas, but doesn't know how to create systems or, or operational, you know, strategies to actually implement these ideas. So she's constantly feeling overwhelmed by great ideas and no way to act on them. I'm going to solve that problem. So that'll just give you a starting point of how to speak to that person and what they might be struggling with in their life. I think also just to give a practical example of how your avatar could change over time, just from even my business, when I first got started as a photographer, a wedding photographer, I was baby fresh. And so when you're typically baby fresh, you have to charge lower. You don't have the experience. You don't have the quality maybe yet. And so my avatar at the time, and I don't even think I really knew what that meant or just, but the person that I was constantly working with and trying to work with 
had a lower wedding budget because I couldn't charge like 5,000 per wedding, right? And so usually someone with a lower wedding budget is maybe a little bit younger. Maybe they're just right out of college or maybe they are college students or something like that. And then as my business grew and I was able to develop more skill and more just expertise. And as I raised my prices, naturally that made my ideal client a little bit shift because then I like, once I started getting hired by like doctors and lawyers, I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I see what's happening. But, um, I think you as the CEO, you as the entrepreneur can like dictate that as you know, in the direction that you're going towards and how you're marketing yourself. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a really great example of kind of every, what you just said. Yes. Um, so good. Yeah. So Number two. So number one was find who exactly your ideal client is and make an avatar for them. Number two is to once you know who they are, number two is to solve their problems. This is a big one, y'all. This is probably the biggest, like honestly, as business owners, we are problem solvers. That is at the core of it. Any business ever solves a problem. It doesn't matter what the problem is, they solve problems. So when you have that person, that avatar in mind, you have to look at them and be like, okay, what are they struggling with? As, especially as far as it relates to how you serve or what you sell or the, the service that you provide, anything like that. So what do they struggle with? What types of things get them overwhelmed so that you can, again, offer solutions to that? And as a business owner, we are problem solvers. I said that point blank, right? Get, you get it. <laughs> but something else to remember is like, we ease fears. We answer questions. If you're not doing that as a business owner, then you're probably struggling um, mm-hmm. because we, we meet needs. Yeah, exactly. We have to step in and help our ideal client get from point A to point B. Um, Evie, do you want to hit them with some examples? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, back to the virtual assistant example, if we're going to use that in this scenario, if you're ideal client is you've kind of narrowed it down there. It's she or he is an overworked entrepreneur who needs help. Ask yourself, what specifically are they struggling with? Do they have, you know, too much to do in too little time? Are they constantly feeling overwhelmed? Are they not getting the basic self-care or family time that they need because work is taking up too much of their life? Or do they just struggle with having systems and workflows and so they don't have any that are sustainable in the back end of their business to work efficiently and give them more free time? Like, are those things that are just constantly weighing down that busy overworked entrepreneur. And if so, that allows you to speak directly to that need and be like, Hey, do you need, want time with your families on the weekends? Perfect. You need to get some systems in place that allow your, that allows your business to run smoothly and efficiently 24 seven behind the scenes without you manually having to do the same repetitive tasks over and over. I can help you set those up. Bam. Mm. You are reaching that person right where they are exactly with what they need. Another example would be elopement photographers. So if your ideal client is an adventurous couple who wants to forego the traditional and plan a celebration that feels like them, great. They probably don't know where they should elope. They don't know how to get permits. They don't know what they should prioritize in their budget or in their time. They don't know how to plan a timeline. They don't know how to tell their friends and family that they're eloping. They don't know what wedding dresses look best in the outdoors or how to even, you know, find something that that works for them or where to start looking for a dress that would work in in that scenario. They don't know how to go about getting an officiant in a national park. Should they fly someone out that they know? Should they get someone out there? There are so many questions that you're 
couple is probably having if you're an elopement photographer and you are supposed to be answering those. So to ask yourself the question of what are they struggling with? What do they need help with? You can step in and say, hey, uh, here are some great elopement destinations. If you are unsure of how to go about getting permitting or what you should know before planning your elopement or, you know, top tips for a smooth, stress-free elopement day or what you may not know about planning an elopement or having an elopement or all of that, you can consistently show up and begin to speak to them and say, I have an answer. I have a solution. I have an answer. I can fix that problem for you. I can take that off your plate. Oh, you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. I can take about 90% of that off of your plate. That couple is going to be like, Oh God bless here. Take it all. Like help me out. (laughs) So knowing exactly what their pain points are allows you to then speak directly to them and serve their needs and meet their problems and just consistently solve whatever it is that's struggling them and ease their fears. And I don't know if this is obvious. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But when we say all of these things that you can, you can speak to them. When we say speak to them, we're pretty much me meaning create content that solves their problem. Like what we're talking about here is when you solve it, like legitimately how you do that is by creating content, whether that's copy on your website, whether that's freebie PDFs, whether that's emails, whether that's social media captions or stories or graphics or whatever. It's basically, yeah, blog posts, all of it. It's creating content with the answers to these problems that your ideal client has. Just wanted to throw that in there. So that way it would be. Yeah, because I think we're talking more about um, today, we're talking about like actually capturing your client's attention. We're not talking about how to serve them behind the scenes, although this is all 100% applicable behind the scenes. But once you have landed a client, you're usually able to ask them questions of, hey, what are you struggling with right now? How can I serve you? Okay, cool. You need help with this. I'll help you there. This is more of a general how to actually land that client. Um, And the best way to do that is to be putting out solutions to their problems that they're going to be Googling. For example, that couple that might be eloping, but doesn't know where they should elope are probably going to be Googling best elopement locations in the world. And if you have a blog post out there on Pinterest, on Google, on, you know, Instagram or whatever, they're going to be stumbling across this blog post that says top five elopement destinations in Europe, top five elopement destinations in the US, whatever. And you're walking them through these locations and the differences and all this stuff, your client's going to be like, wow, this, this photographer really knows what they're doing. She's, she or he has shot a lot of elopements. They really have an expertise in this. Oh my gosh, I love their work because they're on your website by now. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love this work. Oh man, we found our photographer. Yeah. That is what you're going for. And that is why it's so important to speak directly to that person because you're automatically going to just be leading them. Hey, here, let me solve your problem. I can actually do that even more if you end up booking with me because I can walk with you hand in hand every step of the way to get you from point A to point B. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. 
You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Hey, Heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. I actually want to shout out some of our friends real fast that do this so well. Evie, you don't even know what I'm about to say because it's not on the notes. Yeah, Um, (laughs) go for it. But I... I don't know how I didn't know that they had a TikTok, but our friends, Ryan and Corinne Priest, they are a husband and wife photography team. And actually, Evie shot their wedding a few years ago, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how I didn't know this, but they have a TikTok. Which, they have Instagram too. Like they have all the things, but they <laughs> do this so freaking well on their TikTok. They already have, I think, 24,000 uh, followers on TikTok because they are serving their ideal client. So they're located on the big island of Hawaii and they specifically specialize now in elopements like adventurous wild elopements and y'all go to their TikTok it's also their Instagram it's at aloha zoe photography and it's like z-o-e um go check them out and go look at their TikToks because I was blown away at like they're speaking directly to elopement couples they're talking about tips and tricks on like how to get an officiant and should you get should you elope at do you want to do a hike or do you want someplace where it's easy walkable access do you have people that you're wanting to come with you or do you want to elope just you and your man or wife or whoever like I was blown away at how they're kind of taking what we're teaching and like act like principally acting it out like on social media. I was blown away. And I was like, mm-hmm. you are doing TikTok. Right. Wow. So I just wanted to shout yes. that out real fast. Um, but okay, moving on. That was point number two, which was serve your ideal client and solve their problems. So point number three is to speak their language. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we're using language that your client's actually going to hear and register. Because if you're 
serving them, but you're not necessarily speaking in a way that they're going to understand, then it's again, going to fly over their head or just like reach deaf ears. So for example, don't talk like a high level 50 year old businessman using technical jargon. If you're talking to teenage girls and teenage girls are your ideal client or like young 20 somethings, right? Same thing. Don't talk like a Valley girl. If you're trying to reach high level business owners, like (laughs) Probably not the best to be like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. Like, what the heck? Yeah. By the way, Landon Landon literally hates it when I talk in Valley Girl. He, he, it's like nails on a chalkboard to him. Anytime I start to do it, I know it, it annoys him so bad. He's like, stop, please stop, please well, yeah, stop. He gets never so good. stressed. Never good when anybody talks like I'm that. Like, I'm like, like, oh my gosh, like, babe, did you notice? And he's like, oh, please stop. <laughs> Landon just stopped uh, listening to this episode if he's watching or he's, <laughs> he's like, I can't. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I agree. Like, for example, I have been working behind the scenes to create a financial PDF of like finances 101 as a business owner and almost anyone else. Um, Just how to figure out and get your finances in order so that you know your numbers and you're able to actually, you know, smartly handle your your finances. Um, And I was talking about necessary expenses in that PDF. And I used the example of non-essential expenses. So the necessary ones would be like rent, um, food, stuff like that. But a non-essential expense, I said a shopping spree to anthropology and a trip to Greece. And the reason I specifically use that is because one, I know I love those things and I would consider those like non-essential expenses, but also dope expenses. But secondly, I know my ideal clients also love those things, or at least they can strongly relate to those. So I was using language, even in like a financial PDF, like a freebie download that was going to target and speak to like the exact language of my ideal client. So just being strategic, like if my ideal client was a 40 year old man, I would probably use an example like golf or something. Like I don't, I don't speak to usually 40 year old men. So <laughs> that don't. might not speak be accurate. <laughs> I'm just like, please don't speak to 40 year old men. That's weird. <laughs> but um, you get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other thing is the curse of knowledge, especially as you get into educating and we don't mean educating like fellow business owners, just educating your ideal client in general, basically number two point that we said, which is serve them with education that benefits them and and gives them value. I think it's easy to forget that the more you talk about something and the more knowledgeable you might be in something, you forget that everyone else doesn't know that thing. And so whether you're talking about like a virtual assistant, you're talking to entrepreneurs, like they might not know how to organize like a Google calendar. Like you, that might be Mm -hmm. like next level to not next level. Like what is the word? Like it might be like the back of your hand. So easy for you, but people don't know it. And so I think backing up and remembering that even sometimes basic information that you might know isn't basic information to other people and could be mind blowing. So just, just remember that. Yeah, it's really hard. I think the more you're involved in a specific area, specific business, a specific, just anything, the more you're involved in a a topic, the the easier it is to forget that things aren't known that to you feel really simple. Like I don't know anything about golf, but a golfer who's been playing golf for 20, 30 years is going to be like, oh yeah, here's a driver. Here's a, I, I don't, that's the only club of like, <laughs> I know. Okay. So you know, you know, like one percent of golf. You know that there's a word I know, called a driver. I know there's like it's like par and hole in one. 
That's is, is really that about all I got. <laughs> I think there's like 18 holes, right? Maybe. Do I, I know? No, I think there's, I think there's multiple. I don't I think, think so. <laughs> really? I don't know. Anything. Aren't there like multiple? But anyways, that's case in point. We know nothing about golf. And so if we were wanting to get into golf, you know, to to begin to break down, hey, here's, you know, the, the golf clubs that you might want to look at first. And here's what you would want to know about, you know, getting a membership at a golf club or whatever. Like Lindsay and I would have no idea about those types of things. But if you've been playing golf for 15 years, that seems so natural. You'd be like, how does anyone not know that? So it's, that's just kind of explaining the curse of knowledge even more. And it's really easy to allow that to ha- like stop your voice to your ideal client because you assume that they know something that they really don't. Mm, yes. And I would say with that, I would, with that, I would say is you just have to remember that they don't have the expertise you do, just like Evie said. And so to serve them by explaining what they don't know and solving that gap of knowledge. But with that, don't ever, ever, ever talk down to people. Like when yeah. you're educating people and serving them with information, don't do it from a place of high and mightiness where you're like, mm, you don't know that? Okay. Well, yeah. look, now I'm doing Valley Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Landon's really gone by now. Um, or even, you know, saying something like, okay, so today we're going to talk about how to get a membership at a golf club. So golf is where you play with a club and a ball and you're going to hit it into like, like that type of thing, I would be like, okay, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm done. But if somebody's like, okay, cool. So you want to get into golf, super exciting. Now here's some things you might want to keep in mind. Like that type of voice and perspective is going to be a lot more, uh, inviting than talking down as if you're dumb that you don't know something. So just be aware of that. So that was point number three, which is to speak their language. And then number four is to meet them where they're hanging out. So are your people on TikTok? Great. Show up there. Are they on Facebook? Fantastic. Show up there. Are they on Pinterest? Are they on Google? Are they on Instagram? Just show up where they're searching for answers, entertainment, or community. Yeah, because I would. I think it's important to remember that, again, you can be saying the right things and you could be saying it to in the right way, like using the language that they that they need to hear. But if you're not saying it in the right room, then it's again going to fall on deaf ears. So like there's many, many steps to this, which is why we're breaking it down into steps. Um, But show up where they're searching for answers. So um, or where they're searching for entertainment or community. It's not even just answers like you can give service and give value to people in the form of entertainment. Like I like to think I'm personally funny. And so I I sometimes... (laughs) I like to serve people by making them laugh, or at least I try. Um, Or just encouraging or inspiration or any of it. Yeah, totally. Um, I think in general, this is not a hard and fast rule because there's crossovers of all of this. But in general, I think the younger generation is typically hanging out on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, generally, not always, but typically. And then I think an older generation is typically more on Facebook, LinkedIn, and then Google. So that would be like just like typing things into Google. So then from the entrepreneur perspective, working on things like SEO and your website, making sure that's up to par because people are probably finding you from Google. So I think that's a really good kind of mindset to think about is like in general, if your ideal client is a little bit older, focus on those. If they're younger, focus on the ones I said. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I think 
It's just a general rule of thumb. You should already, based on creating a client avatar, know who they are and where they're hanging out and then just show up there. Just be in the room. Start talking and engaging in conversation with the people around you. Start solving their problems and answering their questions, whether you have one follower or a hundred thousand followers, just show up and start serving and offering value. And sometimes that service and that value isn't always just like, here's how to do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes it's simply, Hey, here's something funny or encouraging or relatable. Um, so just keep those things in mind and make sure whatever you're sharing is relevant. And in order to be relevant, it literally just needs to meet people where they are. And that can be like, like I said, like solving their problems, you know, dissolving their pain points, or it can simply be just in giving them a smile or making them laugh or inspiring them to get up off the couch and go do something with their day. So those are just some, some thoughts and some tips on be strategic, not only with who you're trying to speak to, how you're saying it, but also what room you're saying it in, because those are all important things to keep in mind when you're trying to reach your ideal client. Yes. Okay. So quick review before we tap out. I don't know why I said tap out, but tap out. Uh, Number one, (laughs) figure out who your ideal client is. So do that client avatar, um, ask those questions, get very specific. Number two, solve their problems. So think about what that person specifically would be struggling with, especially as it relates to what you do or sell and create content that solves that problem. Number three, Use language that speaks directly to them. Just like we said, if you're a teenage girl trying to reach 40-year-olds, that's just weird. Don't do that. But speak their language. (laughs) If your ideal client is younger, use more slang, maybe. Things like that. Um, And number four, meet them where they're at. Are they hanging out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, Pinterest? Meet them where they're at and show up creating relevant content that speaks to them where they're at, like I just said. So good. Okay. Well, I hope this was helpful for you. Lindsay and I love talking about this type of content and marketing, client avatars, just nerd out over here. So hope this was helpful. If you are listening to this episode, please screenshot it and share it on Instagram and make sure to tag us because we love seeing what you guys are learning and how you're receiving the episodes and just kind of being along on the journey with you. And if you want to be a part of a really bomb, incredible community, pop on over to the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. So that's our podcast group. The link will be in the show notes. Super fun community going on over there. We ask questions, we engage. Um, Lindsay and I are pretty active in that group. So if you want to be a part of a cool community, come on over there. And then if you do share the episode or just want to follow along on Instagram, our Instagram handles are at Mrs. Lindsay Roman at the Heart University for the podcast and our education company, and then at Evie Rupp for yours truly. And in the meantime, go kick some butt this week. We are cheering you on in your corner and can't wait to see how you begin to speak to your ideal client. Yes. Yes.